There are three ways to stop limiting God and yourself. Change your thoughts, change your beliefs, and change your actions. I'm inviting you here on Take the Limits Off Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Right here on Boss Up Houston Network, we serve an unlimited God. Don't you think it's time we take the limits off? This is Trisha Kyle and I am here this Friday evening, another great Friday evening right here on Boss Up Houston Network. Amen. We're so glad that you chose to join us. And even if you can't watch us live, we ask that you go back and go watch the replay or watch us on our several other social media platforms. But this is Take the Limits Off. Amen and praise the Lord. Just I knocked down my microphone and... <laughs> Yeah, some stuff is going on, but in any case, we are here with you this Friday evening. And um, I misspoke last Friday when I said that we were going to be meeting with um, Unrestricted Praise. That's going to be next Friday. Make sure you check us out right here again, Boss of Houston Network, every Friday at 8 p.m. We stream it live. And again, you can catch the replays on YouTube, on Boss of Houston Network, on the Facebook app, as well as other streaming platforms like the Pandora Um you know, podcast uh, uh, streaming app. So you're more than welcome to watch us there. Please share the show if you like it. If you are interested in maybe us talking about a specific topic, make sure you get in contact with me. My name is Trisha Kyle. You can reach me um, through Facebook or Twitter, um, as well as Instagram, all of that stuff. All of my information is on my Facebook page, Trisha Kyle, T-R-I-C-I-A. Last name Kyle, Trisha Kyle Ministries. You can find me on Facebook and uh, amen. So again, we are here today at Take the Limits Off and um, we're going to be talking about finances. Yes. Yeah, we are. Money, 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 money. All right. Money. <laughs> All right. You know, this is, this is a great topic. Um, we always look at the fact that we don't feel like we have enough, mm -hmm, right? right? And when we make those decisions to kind of take some splurges, right? a lot of times it's ill-advised because <laughs> we're just, we're holding on to our mule, trying not to spend a whole lot. But you know what? There's a lot of things that we miss when it comes to financial planning. So today we're going to be talking about building a proper financial uh, foundation. But before we go any further, I would like to introduce our guest for this evening. This is my girl, my financial guru. This is Keisha Berry. Miss Keisha Berry, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, right. where you're at, where you've been, what's going on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody who you are. All right. Uh, good evening. My name is Keisha Berry, as uh, Trish said. Uh, mother of three, uh, educator for over 25 years. Amen. Uh, science was my field, and now I am a financial educator. Amen. And teaching people about money. Amen. So I am a part of this campaign, the Amen. National Financial Literacy Campaign. And our goal, our mission is to educate 30 million by the year 2030. Amen. And you know that our goal here at Take the Limits Off is to encourage, inspire, and hopefully um, empower you to take the limits off of not only God, but yourself, your life. Yes. And so in doing that, we've kind of got to put some things in perspective right. and we got to work the plan. We got to follow. I believe in writing a vision down. I yes. believe in making it plain. I believe in the word of God. And there's also financial principles um, that we need to learn about right. so that we can better our situation. Both Miss uh, Keisha Berry and myself have um, a passion where we want to see 
individuals do better. Yes. And when you see individuals do better, you begin to see families blossom. That's right. When families begin to blossom, you start to see it affecting neighborhoods and communities. Yes. And the more that we can do to empower and encourage and inspire people to move past the past and to step into something new and and even if you do it afraid let's do it right. so today i think it's so important that you know you may be planning you know a business you may be planning for your retirement you may be planning for a lot of things in your life and i really do think it's important listen i don't know about you but by the time i retire i don't want to have to get a job at walmart right. as a greeter right. i mean but that's the reality and it for is. so many people this is their reality and so um we want to see what we can do now I'm about to join the 50 Club. All right. What can I do in this late stage of my life? So I turn to Miss Keisha Berry. So we're going to kick it off. <laughs> Look at where she's looking at me. She loves me so I much. Do, I, I do. feel it. I feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that there are three ways to take the limits off of our life. That is to change our thoughts, change our beliefs, yes. and then we change our actions. So here we are. We're going to change our thoughts on finance. Okay. We're going to change our belief system where finance is concerned. Yes. And we're going to change our actions, meaning that we're going to put some of these principles to practice. So okay. my dear sister is going to teach us. She's going to do what she do Monday through Friday and Saturday <laughs> on workshops and maybe even Sunday on work. You know, she's working a lot. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right, right. So let's talk about this because I know the first thing that you wanted to talk about was the proper protection, right? You right. want to talk about building the foundation. So what do we need to be doing? Tell me. So like what you just said, building a foundation, it's just like building a house or building a building. Mm -hmm. you got to lay that foundation. Right. If you Same thing uh, when you was talking about taking the limits off. God, same thing. Absolutely. He talks about building that house on the what? You know, say building it on the rock. Yeah, on so the you rock. got to have a yeah. solid foundation. And so proper protection, a lot of people want to say just insurance, but there is a difference between insurance and protection. Cause What's your, the difference? So your car, you're not going to go out there and insure your car, even your house. But let's say house is $250,000. you are not going to get homeowner's insurance for 50000 Something happens to that home. Right. You just have insured, but right. you don't have proper protection because you want to protect the way you can rebuild if right. you need to. Does it right. make sense between? It it? So that's when we talk about proper protection. So not only life insurance, if something happens to you, your spouse, you want to put something in. We look at it as an income replacement. Wow. So if something happens, it might not even be death. It could be a disability. But you want some money because they have now insurance with living benefits so that you can take advantage of it while you're living. Wow. So there are some things there that you want to look at. So if you were interested in, in taking those steps for the proper protection, what do we first need to be looking at? So if you're a person that just did the life insurance in the event of death but didn't really um, – plan for some other type of income to be coming in to take care of you right, while you're right. disabled or maybe you had surgery or something you laid right. off for, you know, a particular mm -hmm, mm -hmm. period of time. What should we be looking for? If we want to increase, you know, our home to make sure that if something happens, we can rebuild it. What, what should we be doing? What you mean, like where they need to go? Where do they need to go? Who do you need to be talking to in these, in these times to increase um, what you're already doing, hopefully you're doing something. Right, but, right, right. Um, so what should we be thinking about and looking for? Well, one of the things I can say that we, as a, um, this campaign we do, we do workshops, and the workshops are free. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things, to get educated. 
Right. Get educated. You know, like they said, knowledge is power, but applied knowledge is even better. Wow. So you got to learn something. And we have this book that we share with people right. that has a lot of little principles in it. And like Trish was saying, my information, I'm on Facebook. I'm her friend. If you want to get a copy of this book. And it's free. Yeah, it's free. Just just let Trish know. She can get a get with me. or You know, you see me on there, let me know. Keisha Frazier Berry on Facebook. You can Absolutely. message me. So they do host um, free seminars. Um, uh, we're still doing the webinars right now. Yes, yes. Right. Some have been open. You can go into some centers. Yes. Okay, so beautiful. We're here. So every day they have webinars, and it's all about financial planning. And again, the campaign is to educate how many people? Thirty million. Thirty million by the 2030. 2030. So um, it starts here. So maybe you haven't really been thinking about your finances. Maybe you haven't really been, you know, tapping into that. You're just basically doing what you've always been doing. Um, and if you weren't taught that you don't know what it is that you need to That's be doing. Right. So I think that education is huge. You know, education is huge in, in any area of our life, but especially when we're talking about our finances, right. because we all have a measure of finance. Yes. They all have something that's coming in to, to sustain us. Why not be good stewards over that thing that God has allowed us to have and learn how to make that thing work. Listen, I, and I think I told you this before, by the way, Miss uh, Keisha Berry, um, and I have been, she's been coming onto the show um, pretty much monthly with the podcast before the podcast, before we actually got started here. And I, we do want to uh, thank you for coming in and agreeing okay. to come in month after month to talk to us about financial literacy and um, to help get our little ducats in right, a row as opposed right. to our ducks. But we want to get our money right. You know, I don't want to be dependent upon the government. I don't want to be right. dependent upon a $300 check or a 250 right. check or a $1,400 <laughs> check. I don't want to depend on the government, Social Security, which we know is very limited. That's and, right. And they control what it is that you can have in assets mm -hmm. and what can be coming in in order for you to be able to qualify for that. So I don't want to be under the government's thumb. And if you like me, I, you know, government is not my friend. So um, <laughs> we want to live as freely as possible yes, and be I good stewards over uh, yes. what we what we have. So the next thing when it comes to building our financial um, our uh, financial foundation is uh, debt management. Talk to us about debt management, <laughs> baby. What does debt look like? All right. Oh, it looks like a lot for some people. I mean, we got personal loans, student loans. Mm. Let's not even start with those student loans. I think student loans are outpacing credit cards now. Yeah. And so you got all of our young people that are coming out of college. They're getting a job for, let's just say, maybe 45000 when they have $100,000 in student loan debt. Wow. There's no way that they can overcome it. It's just hard. Right. And so you want to get out of debt as soon as possible. And I can't say it enough. Again, we got workshops on it. We teach strategies about how to get out, out of debt, how to work on all of it at the same time. And we have one principle that uh, we teach debt roll up, starting with that smallest one. Maybe right. adding $20 to that smallest one, right. pay it off in two to three months, less than if it was going to be six or nine months. Now you take that, say it was $100, now you got $125. Let's take that and move it to the next bill, right. and let's get that one paid off. And it just, you know, it, just, it takes work, it takes discipline, but it can yeah. be done. Right. It can be done, but you want to get out of debt as soon and as quickly as possible. And you also, when you're looking at debt, you want to look at those interest rates. A lot of people don't look at that. They just look at how right. much they're going to pay, right. but not realizing that interest 
is what's holding you down, is what's keeping you. And that's what you're continuing to pay and pay and pay. Okay. You may have already right. paid and satisfied the debt, that's but you right. have not satisfied the interest. And go. that thing continues to grow and grow. It doesn't go away. Not that's until right. you zero out does all of a sudden that interest stop accruing. So you're continuing to accrue right. that interest. You know, I've got friends of mine that are my age and a little bit older, and they're still paying off student loans, yeah. which is, it sucks because when they went back to go and get their master's, mm -hmm. you know, so they can get the better job, the higher paying job. But unfortunately, even in our mind when we think, okay, we're going to be as highly skilled as we possibly can and right. as prepared as we can be, you know, to have advancement in career. But let's be honest, we can't always predict what type of what's right. going to happen That's and what right. job we're going to be left with and what that looks like for us. Is that even enough for us to be able to take care of all of our responsibilities and still pay off this massive debt that continues right. to grow like the blob? Do you remember the blob? The do you remember movie? that old, do. You know, that old <laughs> movie, the blob? Like every time it ate, it got bigger and it bigger and bigger. Right. And that's growing. really Just what your growing. interest is looking like. It's growing and growing until it became this massive wall of jello. Right. And you couldn't escape that sugar burger. <laughs> it ate the dog. Dog in everything. Car so, in the house. I'm saying it's gonna eat your car money. It's gonna eat your house money. It's gonna eat your pet money. It's gonna eat your vacation money. Right. We're just being honest. You know that debt is like the big blob. It it's is. eating it up. All of it. Oh. Um, so the next thing uh, we're going to talk about that emergency fund, and I do want us to kind of dig in when we come back from the financial break. Where we're just kind of laying down the, you know, the the conversation this evening. Um, so the next one again uh, is emergency fund. So talk to me about an emergency fund because oh. this one. Wow. <laughs> blew my especially bomb. living here in Houston. Look Bless at all God. the things that we've been through. Yeah. Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane. And we had the freeze in February. Ain't never had a freeze in our life. Nothing like that. Oh, my God. Come Ooh. on. We get about two hours worth of a freeze in Houston. We right? have three good days of winter in Houston. If right. you're watching us in Houston, you know exactly what it is that we're talking about. But, uh... Yeah, yes. man. Wow. Wow. People are still dealing with, with that, that right now. They They're are. still dealing. Their houses are not, you know, um, taken care of uh, and still with holes in the ceilings, right. holes That's in right. the floor. You see the blue the floor. tarps and all of that. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so what should an emergency fund be looking like for us? I would say start with at least $1,000. You want to so, start building. Even if you can just put $20 a month, $10, mm -hmm. something, but you have to start with something. And that... And that thousand dollars is a cushion. It's not to be touched. Not it's to not your touched. vacation. No. Um, listen, it's not your Ross. <laughs> go out to do that. Let me treat myself. Man, we are not promoting Ross. I do apologize. I keep doing this and dropping names, but that's good, my favorite stores. But in any case, um, no, it's not a it's not a fund. You're no. not you know um, putting money aside for a vacation. Let that be your fun money. Like you know, invest in in that separate and apart from your emergency fund. Right. This is just in case your car goes out, your pipes right. freeze, the you have to get a new dryer. AC, yes. a new washer and dryer, new refrigerator. Things go out, um, and you know the way that they build things now. They want you to go back and go buy another one in about a year and a half. Right. So um, they don't build them to last. That's right. And they build them to break so that you can keep reinvesting into their company. That's how um, my phone, the people who made my phone, oh, that's how man. they are as big as they are now because my phone will last about two years. Then the last one that we're going to dig into is investments. Investments, yeah. But that should be the last thing that people should start with. But a lot of times people do it the opposite. one, invest in 401ks, get into the stocks and bonds. But what happens when you have an emergency? Can't touch it. 
And they penalize you for and touching they, it too. You, you got to pay back your own money. Yeah, yeah. Isn't I'll, that something? Yeah. You got to pay back your own money, then you get penalized for the money to too. Back. So like, what? Yeah, it's exactly. my money. It's your money, but who, who are you? But then again, if we remember the Enron scandal where everybody right. thought they had their money set aside and it was safe, and they were looking for their retirement, their four hundred one k. They knew they're going to tap into it, and then you got greedy suckers right. turn around and Ooh. stealing. Yes, I said it. Yes. Money, 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 money. Yes. money. Right. For the love of money. Yeah, yeah, they will. I love it. So, you know, you're right. And that's something that we don't think about. We get really excited. I got to tell you that when I started investing in my 401k, mm-hmm. I was I was so proud of my adulting self. I was adulting, <laughs> She was y'all. adulting, all right. I was adulting. That girl was like, yeah, you set money aside for yourself. I was adulting. However, did I have that, that emergency fund? Did I have that cushion in case something happened? No, I was still bumping my head when something happened. And something did happen. We had yeah. Hurricane Harvey. Right. My car got flooded out. Amen. On my way. Wow. Wow. <laughs> down the street. And I had to play, replace my entire motor. You know what I had to do? Tap into my 401. So you know. I know. I know firsthand. <laughs> I got penalized like a sugar booger for that. Mm-hmm. And it Because that's my money. And so investments should be the last thing that right, we consider. Right. The first thing that we should be considering is uh, proper protection, yes. then debt management, and then our emergency fund, and then start thinking about those investments. Right. Listen, I'm so glad that you chose to join us today. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to dig maybe a little bit deeper into these topics here. We're also going to talk about stewardship and how important it is that yes. we be good stewards, again, over what it is that God has given us. Thank you for joining us again. Take the limits off. We'll be right, right. back in about three minutes. Okay. Meridate, Houston's first private social club for couples. Chris and I met on MySpace. Uh, We started doing music together first, and then we became really good friends. And we were friends for about five years. And then we started dating each other in 2008. Uh, By February 2009, we were engaged. And by November 2009, we were married. Um, We have three children together that we have raised. And uh, we have traveled the world together and... Um, eaten some of the best food in the world and collectively have just built up an amazing network of friends and family and a circle of people that we just love and care about and they continue to motivate and we continue to motivate them. We build our energy on our relationship um, with the energy that we can give to other people and the effect that we can have on other people's lives. And We're going on 12 years strong this year through all the obstacles and the goods and the bads. We're still together and we're here to share our story join Meridate today by visiting com. our new house is amazing great street huge yard there is a bit of an issue with our neighbors fencing At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. Which helps us save even more. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Peter. Touche. What? Bring down. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com. If you like this video, please share it. And hit the subscribe button to watch more great Geico videos if you... Hey, guys. Can you please watch the begonias? Just planted those. Sorry. Meridate. 
Houston's first private social club for couples. Hello, I'm Larry. And I'm Denise. And, and we, we are, are the Scots. Denise and I have been married for almost a year now, and it has been a thrill. Yes, it has. We are always honeymooning and always on the go, doing something as a couple. And that's what I love about my wife, Denise. She is full of energy, she is full of excitement, and she is full of love. And I love you for allowing me to shine my love in your life, and I'm super ready to share a lifetime of memory with you. She's my wife. He's my husband. She's my friend. He's my friend. She's my everything. He's my everything. She's my queen. He's my king. She's my lifetime. He's my lifetime. This is what makes a happy marriage. And we both believe what God put together. No one can ever tear apart. Join Marydate today by visiting www.marydate.com. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us as we came back from our commercial break. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but Mary Day, um, that's one of the um, the things that we've got going on here at Boston Houston Network. We've got so much content. We've got, you know, financial experts that come in. We were talking, digging in deep into the word. We're having conversations that hopefully um, are in, an encouragement and educate us and inspire us and all that good stuff. I know that this is what the premise is here at Boston Houston Network. We're certainly all about the love of Jesus, all about the love of God, yes, yes. and we want to exude that in everything that we do. So we thank you again for joining us. It's a Friday evening. You could be doing a whole lot of other stuff instead of tuning into my beautiful face and her beautiful <laughs> face. Amen. Um, but we're so glad that you're here today. I take the limits yes. off again. My name is Trisha Kyle, and you are Keisha Berry. Keisha Berry, what? Right. She's working that thing out. <laughs> Amen. So we talked before the break about um, our financial foundation. Are there any other? Are there any tips that you'd like to give us? What? When should we start? What should we start? What should we be doing, honey? She said, "Ooh, that's a whole lot." Yeah, that's my that's a lot. Yeah. I would say as parents, we should be starting with our kids. Wow. Yeah, we, mm -hmm. we need to start that. Because yeah. like you said earlier, education is important, but that's something that we are not taught in school. We're not. We're um, not taught those things in school. I have a 13-year-old son, and you know, um, mm -hmm. you've met him and talked to him. He was even here uh, for a little bit today. But um, I grew up in a in an affluent family, and unfortunately, one of those principles that was not taught to me was finance. Okay. And it should have been something that was taught to me very early on in life, um, how to be a good steward, how to put away, how to save, how not to blow your entire allowance on stuff. <laughs> Let's do the right thing. Let's, you know, kind of save some things. So I do agree with you. Um, I am teaching my son principles. There is money that he has that is, you know, for spending. Okay. And there is money that is set aside and that is for savings. And we don't touch that. That's not mad money fund. Right. This is, I'm just teaching him right now the principle of saving. That's it's good. It's delayed gratification not the immediate so he does get some money for the immediate gratification right, right. you know he has a game that he wants to buy or something yeah, like that right? right but the delayed you know putting those things off so you work within your budget what it is that you can afford right. and don't plan for anything else because that money is not to touch that's and so right. that's one principle that I'm teaching my son right that's now and I want him to know how to save and to not blow it all and to not think that you know this is you know, I'm going to touch this in two months. You right, know, I think right. it's really important that we know how to stop, you know, put things away um, and don't just, you know, go for broke whenever right. you have something. I don't believe you should be blowing your whole paycheck. Now, there are people that live from paycheck to That's paycheck. Right. So That's we've right. talked about this before on the other show that I had podcast before the podcast um, that when we get our check 
and we look at it and it's already spent. Mm -hmm. So if you're dealing with someone who's living in a very tight, constricted um, budget, how in the world can they set something aside for themselves when they can't really even seem to have the money to maybe even really enjoy an evening you know, at the movies and a dinner, you know, that is like blowing the budget all out of proportion. I think what happens with a lot of people that, that struggle in this way. And I think even for myself, when I was much younger, mm -hmm. my, my budget was so tight right? and you want to do just this one thing. I want to splurge just one, you know, right, take right. everybody to the movies, take everybody out. No, you and I know that that's a big bill right, right. there. When you've got a family, you're paying for multiple people. You yes. could easily blow over a hundred dollars. Right. Um, and so, a lot of times when we do all this sacrifice, 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 we're just, what I mean by sacrifice is you're just paying your bills. You're just maintaining, mm -hmm, maintaining. Mm -hmm. And then you'll get a wild hair like I would occasionally. I'm like, you know what? I'm working so hard. Right. And I can't even enjoy the fruits of my labor. Right. So then I would be like, you know what? I'll figure it out, the fallout later on. But today I'm taking my family to the movies and to go out to go eat. Right. So if you happen to be in that financial situation, what could, what's the first step that someone could do to maybe make some things a little bit better? I would say first we need to look at your budget. Mm. You know, like they say, assign your dollars places to go. Right. Let's look and see where that money is going. And you definitely, definitely, like you said, you've got to pay yourself first. I don't care if it's a dollar, two dollars. Right. And sometimes it makes it easier for a lot of people to have it just taken out mm -hmm. and they never see it. Right. And then that way you can build it. Then when you look, you're like, oh. I'm doing good, but you know how to say out of sight, out of mind. Right. So sometimes that helps people if they can set it up automatic like that too. Right. So when you talked about budgeting, I think there's a lot of times when money goes under the radar. Mm -hmm. We look at the big ticket items. We may look at, you know, your light bill, your rent bill, your insurance for your car or your car note. We're looking at all those big things, but we don't always pay attention to the little, little things, things that add up to massive, you know, bills right. like going you know, to the corner store. Right. We know that the corner <laughs> store is like, honey, listen, <laughs> my son loves a corner store, but I'm telling you that if we go to the regular grocery store, you're going to pay probably about a third less than you would when you go to the corner store. store. That's right. And so to make your money go a little bit further, you find ways to discount what it is that you want. Right. But buy it at a cheaper price as opposed to just, you know, the corner store is there for convenience and you're paying for the convenience, for the convenience of right. it. So not just that, but like running through the McDonald's line and getting those, you know, $5 items, right. that it adds, adds up. up. Now I was going to say, when you said that, another good thing is to write down everything, everything. that you're spending and you look and you be like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And sometimes too, I see in this uh, society that we're in now, swiping that card is so easy too. So when we were younger, you know, using cash, and I know sometimes it's like you have a twin and you're like, oh, I don't want to break that. It's not that that big of a deal. I'll pass on it. Right. But sometimes, like I said, you can easily swipe that card and you, and you forget. But when you have cash, it's a little bit harder to let it go. It's a little bit harder to let it go. I got to tell you that, you know. And you're right. I do get notifications. So I set up my bank where every time something comes out, so okay. I'm paying attention to everything that's happening. So I'll get that email okay. um, every single time. Okay. Hey, Wells Fargo says there was a purchase that exceeded right, a right, dollar. Right, so right. every time I exceed a dollar, not $5, $10, that's $20. Every time good. I exceed a dollar, I get a notification. And that's a good way for me to 
first of all, I'm paying attention. So if there's a charge that was not my charge, right. I'm paying attention that something just happened. But I'm also paying attention to the fact of what it is that I'm that I'm spending, mm-hmm. and and it causes me to pay be more cognizant of my spending. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So we've I think we've got to kind of trick ourselves. You said something right. before, like you hide that money. And I told you that before, like I would pull it out, put it in cash and then put it in my safe and then leave it there and act like I didn't have it. Right. And then as it was continuing to accrue, I was very surprised at how much, much I had actually mm-hmm. set aside because I was paying me. Listen, we pay everybody else. Yes, that's right. We pay everybody else, but we're not paying. Listen, Cat Williams said it best and I love it. Mm. You got to get in tune with your star player. You're going to pay your star player. And I'm talking about myself. So, I'm going to pay, I'm gonna pay me. That's Amen. It. So make sure that you're putting some money aside oh, for yes. you. So even if it's $5 out of every paycheck, it's $5 more than what you had before. That's right. And that $5 begins to add. Yeah. And then when you increase the $5 to the 10 right, and to the 20 and you continue to do that, if you could start... Um, setting $100 out of every paycheck just for yourself, something that you don't touch, and then just put it aside. You're paying yourself. You'd be surprised at how quickly that actually does add up. I am a testament to that. I can tell you um, that that actually that principle really does work. And for me, I did have to trick myself. I would have to go to the bank and physically pull out the money and set it aside for myself so that, um, I'm not swiping that card, that money away. Right, right. That money is set aside and we don't pay attention to it. We don't da- dip into it. That's that right. is, that's separate and apart from my finances and budget that I'm currently working with. So it's a great tool to be able to trick yourself. Yeah. How else can we trick ourselves? <laughs> defraud ourselves into wealth. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> defraud yourself. I like it. I like it. I like I'm it. saying, I'm like, going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Set up that savings account. Uh, set up those accounts that you don't have a debit card to. And just have that money going to where you have to physically go in and write the deposit out where you just can't send it out. Like I have an account. I can, uh, money is going in mm. monthly, but I can pull it out, but it takes three to four days before it gets to me. So by that time, you may have rethought and it's not immediate. You mm. know what I mean? So, so looking at those kinds of things would definitely another way of tricking yourself. Another way of defrauding <laughs> yourself into wealth. Amen. Isn't that amazing? Um, I do the same thing. I actually have money coming out of my account. Now, it's not as hard uh, a process to pull my money out as it sounds like it is for yours. Because if I really needed it, I could get it quick. And just move it over to my checking. But um, I don't touch it. Right. I just leave it there and let it do what it's supposed to do. Um, But that is another great way. So if you know you have a hard time. You know, saving, yeah. set up your bank account to where that money just continuously goes into right. um, the savings account. Even if it's $25 yeah. a month, again, it's $25 that you didn't That's have it. and it's over there and it's sitting there in the event that you need it. And that could be your emergency fund right there that right. you're building into. Right. So if your car breaks down, if it, you know, God forbid these things happen, but they do they happen. happen. And when they happen, it need not be this horrible traumatic right. event Ooh. where you're like stuck mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just trying That's to figure out what it is that be. you're going to do. No, it's not a good place to be. Man alive. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We thank you so much again for joining us here at Take the Limits Off. Again, my name is Trisha Kyle. This is Keisha Berry. And we'll be back in about three minutes. Make sure you're watching uh, the commercial, the promos that are coming through for the other content that we have that's right here on Boss Up Houston Network. Man, can't wait to see you. Three minutes. See you in a minute. Wow. 
Meridate, Houston's first private social club for couples. We are the Adolfs. Willie and Tequila. We are blessed and honored to be asked to be a host couple for Meridate. We have been a part of each other's lives for so many years. We partied hard and worked harder. We have four adult children and two fur babies. We are entrepreneurs and we worked together for over 20 years. We have been married since 1999 through thick and thin, sickness and health, through troubles and triumphs, struggles and all victories. But God, we built it up. We built it up. We, we built, built it up. up and, and now, now we're solid. Solid as a rock. We are paid off. Join Meridate today by visiting www.meridate.com. Red Table Talk, the Estefans. Time to take the table to a whole new place. It's coming to Miami. Three different women, three different generations. We're loud, we're proud. Let's go. <laughs> we're talking about relationships, love, sexuality. Oh my gosh. We all know that you are fuerte. Yes, I'm a tough woman, but I'm very vulnerable. Like muchas Latinas. In order to move forward, you have to go to those places. I like boys. I like girls. I like both. Honesty will set you free. We are putting all of that on the table. Red Table Talk via Stephans. Be a part of the conversation. Only on Facebook Watch. Meridate, Houston's first private social club for couples. Hello, I'm Larry. And I'm Denise. And, and we, we are, are the Scots. Denise and I have been married for almost a year now, and it has been a thrill. Yes, it has. We are always honeymooning and always on the go, doing something as a couple. And that's what I love about my wife, Denise. She is full of energy, she's full of excitement, and she is full of love. And I love you for allowing me to shine my love in your life. And I'm super ready to share a lifetime of memory with you. She's my wife. He's my husband. She's my friend. He's my friend. She's my everything. He's my everything. She's my queen. He's my king. She's my lifetime. He's my lifetime. This is what makes a happy marriage. And we both believe what God put together. No one can ever tear apart. Join Meridate today by visiting www.meridate.com. Meridate, Houston's first private social club for couples. We are the Adolfs. Willie and Tequila. Amen. Welcome back. We are so glad uh, that you could join us this Friday evening. Don't forget to join us every single Friday evening right here on Boss of Houston Network um, at 8 p.m., Come back and see us. We're going to be talking about different topics. Every single week is going to be something different. But again, our goal here uh, at Take the Limits Off is to encourage, inspire, and hopefully empower you to take the limits off of not only God, but yourself. I think yes. a lot of times we limit God. We put yes. we pigeonhole put God. We box. put God in a box. Yes. And God is limitless. Mm. He is mm. limitless, literally. And he doesn't want us to leave, leave, live these confined lives, right, where we're just 
just kind of stuck and we're struggling in our finances. Right. That's the Lord is not telling us to worry about things. He is telling us to be prepared. Right. And he is telling us to seek his wisdom. And so that's what we're doing here this evening with Miss Keisha Berry. This is Miss Keisha Berry, my dear friend. She is my financial go-to <laughs> lady. I was about to call her a chick, but she may go like, wait, I'm not a chick. Like, I haven't been a chick in a minute. I'm a lady. Amen. And yes, all you right. are all of that and so much more. And we thank her. She's going to be coming um like I said, she's committed to being here every single month to bring us amazing financial principles that we could actually apply um, to our lives and begin to grow our own wealth. And hopefully in that, we're educating our families right. and building foundations for our families. So right now we're going to talk about legacy and estate planning. Right. So this is hugely important. You and I have just kind of had some, you know, we've had deep conversations, conversations. about... Um, seeing people, a loved one passes away yes. and they didn't properly uh, prepare themselves for the inevitable. We know that the inevitable will come. Yes. We're not going to live forever. We're not going to always be in great health. And so things happen by accident. Sometimes it's sickness and sometimes it's just out of the blue. Right. Um, we can't question, you know, um, God's will. But we can prepare for the thing that we know at some point our family is going to have to go through. And, mm -hmm. and we were looking on um, Facebook uh, so often we would have these conversations where we see people doing barbecues and fish mm -hmm. fries um, mm -hmm. in order to um, bury a loved one. Right, and, right. you know, I would never want to leave my family with yeah. not only the burden of the loss of my presence in their life, but now they have to worry about how to properly bury me. And, and they may want to do more than what they are even financially able to do. So I don't want to put them in a bad position. So we've always, we talk about stewardship and how important it is to prepare your family for the inevitable and um, to make that you know, transition for them, this hardship for them as easy as possible. Right. And estate right. and legacy planning is a great way to Definitely. ensure that there's not a whole lot of fighting and bickering. We already yes. know what the plans are. We know what, you know, the our loved one wants mm -hmm. in the event of sickness or death. Right. And um, if it's done well, we can do that without creating hardships for our family. So let's talk about legacy and estate okay. planning. It's really important. Yep, it's definitely important. So like we were just talking earlier about setting up that proper foundation, so you want to encompass all of that with your legacy and estate planning. You don't want to build all this wealth. You work all hard for it and then to lose it like that. Mm -hmm. And so like you were just saying, you know, it encompasses having a trust, getting a will, your health care director, like you said, it could be an accident. Mm -hmm. What do you want to happen to you in the case you have to go to the hospital in the emergency or whatever? Put those things, go ahead and have it in writing, you mm -hmm. know, so they won't be fighting, you know. And I've heard stories where people will say, well, you killed mom, you unplugged her, you know, that those type of things. So go ahead and let your wishes be known while you're in your right mind. Put it in writing and make sure the different people have those conversations, who's going to be in charge of it. Uh, your financial power of attorney, who's yeah. going to take care of uh, that uh, guardianship if you have children under 18. Right. You know, things happen. And there, there was a movie, I can't think of the name of it, but it was where this husband and wife were killed and she left her best friend 
guardianship and he left his, his best, best friend, friend and they had, had to work it out. Exactly, exactly. And they had two different parenting the, styles. Right, I right. That. You know yeah. the movie I'm talking about. I know the about. movie you're talking about. Yeah, so those things are important. You have a lot of single parents or uh, divorced parents, you know. So yeah. all of that, you, you, we, they're hard conversations sometimes, but it needs to be uh, had. You know, and the same with life insurance. If you leave in that hundred, two hundred thousand dollars to someone that's eighteen or even under eighteen, what do you want that money? They might blow through that money. Yeah. Uh, who's in charge of them can blow through their money that you left for your child. So it's a lot of different things that you have to think about with that. And like you said, the uh, final expense. Yeah. You know, are you going to be buried? Are you going to be cremated? You know, right. all of that. And I just read something earlier this week. James Brown. They just settled his estate. He's, He's been, been gone. gone 15 years. I was about to say 10. It's been 15, 15 years. years since that man has been dead and gone. And hear me? I mean, if he's in heaven, I, I, I don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody right, in, right. And, and that's not my say-so. But if he's in heaven, I imagine that he was probably looking like, really, it wasn't that serious. I couldn't take it with me. And was squabbling over something that at the end of the day, again, you can't take it with you. Right. You've got to be really, really careful and very clear on your plans, what you that's want. Right. I've got um, a couple of people that are in my life, and one... Um, there were multiple siblings, mm -hmm. but the parent trusted the one to make the decision and, and, and gave the orders what she wanted. And okay. then we have another one who, um, at this stage right now, it's too late no. for, because they're not able to speak right. or to write mm -hmm. or even to express what it is that they want. And it's multiple, again, multiple siblings and you find the, the backbiting and people going into the house right. and taking what they want, mm -hmm. even though the parent is still here. Wow. I think it's an incredibly wow. selfless act to have that kind of a conversation. It's an uncomfortable conversation. Like you get your family together, like, listen, we're going to talk about the day I die. This is what's going to happen. happen. But right. it's incredibly selfless to have that conversation. I know there may be some people in the family that may be uncomfortable with right. actually having this conversation. Right. Well, then maybe those aren't the ones that you can give the directives to, that you can give the instructions to, because right. they'll be a mess anyway. So you want to find somebody who's emotionally yes, definitely. Um, balanced, emotionally mature. You know, I've said this before, and I mean this. You know how important the Lord is to me. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I am a minister, um, and ministry is my life. And that's all I've aspired to. There is no plan B for me. However, um, why did I go into that? We <laughs> <laughs> lost a train of thought. Oh, God. Well, you we know were talking what? about legacy. We know God says leave a legacy. Leave a legacy. I don't even know legacy. where I was going. I'm, I'm trying to burger. help you. Oh, my God. I'm going to get home and I'm going to be like, really, Trisha? Is that what we did today on Take the Limits Off? You completely lost your train of thought. But um, I do believe that it's really important that we have those converse. Oh, I know what I was saying. Uh, you know, having people that are spiritually mature is important. Being me, myself being spiritually mature, it's yeah, my responsibility yes. and it's extremely important, but I value emotional maturity over spiritual maturity because somebody can have a whole lot of word mm -hmm. and be a wreck emotionally right, and right. they can use that word as a weapon against you mm -hmm. and don't even know how to walk in true integrity because they're led by their emotions, emotions as right, opposed right. to um, the spirit. So, um, emotional maturity, I think it's really important. what it is that you you need to be looking at. Um, not just spiritual maturity, but mm -hmm. emotional, their emotional IQ, like where in the heck are they? Are they childish? Are they selfish? Um, right. are they, 
you know, backbiting or are they people that are going to get things done and that you can trust um, your plan? Uh, your, yeah, yeah, to make those decisions. To make those you. decisions and for some, you and to carry out your will. Right. And some, like you still use just talking about that, and some fold under pressure. They can't handle it. So you want to think about those type of things as well. Yeah, I was do. talking with a young lady last week. I did a estate plan. She's early 30s, single mom. And she was, and it was just eye-opening because she was like, oh. She thought about a sister. She was like, no, she can't handle it. So it, exactly what you're saying, it made her think. And this is the last love letter that I think that you can leave your family. It's yeah. putting all of these things in place. And as soon as your child turns 18, they need to do that. I would say, I remember when my daughter turned 18, uh, last year, graduated from high school, 2020, getting ready for uh, college, and when they had the parent orientation, and I don't know the name of the act, but they're telling us, the last session, and you were telling me about paying for college, and how I could get a parent loan, and all these kinds of things, but then we go to the next session, and now you're telling me about how my child is 18, and I have no say so. You have no say so. And you can't I remember say that. Yeah, you can't. And it's the same thing. They get. Oh, and down to Lamar, I was really pissed. Mm -hmm. like, can I tell you with the so they're fully an adult, but yet there's still burdens that lay. <laughs> Man, you better get somewhere. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Sit down. And the same thing with your health. They're on your health insurance. Yeah. But if they're 18 and up. You can't see their records. They yeah. can go in private they and talk to the whatever doctor or whatever. But. I'm paying the bill. Yeah. So, so I do believe in independence for kids. Hear right, me. I right. absolutely, you know, raise my children to be independent. You got to be an independent thinker and you got to right. be able to move and shake. Mama can't hold your hand through That's it right. all. I want right. to, you know, prepare you as best as possible to walk in, um, you know, into your life, yes. into your future and try to support you. But, you know, we don't always have those tools, even as parents, mm -hmm. if they weren't taught to us, a lot of times we don't even know how to adequately cover our children and, and teach them these things. And right. a lot of times it takes wisdom and bumping your head yes. to kind of figure out figure some out. things. Yes. But I love the fact that for people that want to learn all these principles that we've talked about tonight, um, they can reach out to Miss yes. Keisha uh, Barry, she on Facebook, she's Keisha Barry Frazier. Um, please make sure that uh, you check her out. If you have any financial questions, you could always message her. Yes. Um, you can hit her up. She loves to teach finance. You know, she's a part of that campaign, that 30 million campaign by 2030. Yes. She wants 30 million people to be financially literate. Yes. And in order to do that, we got to have people to teach it to. It. And she's a teacher. She's an instructor. She's here <laughs> to guide and lead you into setting up yourself for, you know, the best financial future that you can possibly have so if you give us just a minute we're going to take a really quick break and then we're going to come back and have some maybe closing thoughts okay. you're going to put your social media stuff out there so that people can contact you get in okay. contact with you directly maybe even come and tune into some of the free webinars yes. free webinars yes. every day multiple times a day that's right amen so anyway come right back we'll be right back thank you for joining us on take the limits off
this is Jay Williams, and I am representing myself and my husband, Christopher, as the real couple for Meridate. We are super excited about this opportunity. But just to give you a little quick um, review of how we actually met, Chris and I met in 2001 as colleagues while working at a major insurance company here in Houston. Two years later, we started dating because we met again at a club. Um, actually, it was just a party. It wasn't actually a club. Anyway, um, I felt hard for him, and he felt hard for me. Um, whenever he would call, I would say, my husband's calling. So I feel like I manifested our relationship, and I have no regrets of that. Um, Christopher and I got married in 2006. We've had a bumpy road. It has not been all um, juices and berries, but it has been worth it. The love we have for each other is real and is strong, and it is faith-based. And um, so we have been married for 15 years now. We have two adult children and one amazing grandson. Joining us back at Take the Limits Off. Hi, my name is Trisha Kyle. Hey, I'm going to be with you here every Friday at 8 p.m. Right here on uh, uh, Boss Up Houston Network. I forgot where I was just for one quick second. Boss Up Houston Network, man. We got amazing content. We want you to check it out. Take, yes. take a look and see what we've got going on. We've got shows going on. Every single day. We've got Amber Neal. And she's got her amazing show. We've got that blind... Is it? It's like blind dating and painting and stuff. I don't know. Listen, there's some things going on. Make sure you're always checking out Bounce Up Houston Network. It's, you know, a great way to find out what's going on in the Houston area. And then for those people that are watching and they're outside of Houston, they may be like, hey, I'm coming to Houston for the weekend for that right there. Yes, absolutely. But uh, again, I want to thank you for joining us here on Take the Limits Off. And you know that our goal here is always to encourage, inspire, and hopefully empower you to take the limits off of not only God, but on yourself on your mentality and the only way that we can change our thought process change change our reality is to number one change our thoughts number two change our beliefs number three in doing those changing all that changing hopefully it begins to change our uh physical actions the things that we do amen so we've been talking here with miss keisha berry so glad to have her and again she is coming in every single month and we're going to be talking finances most of the time it'll be on the last friday of the month but sometimes we have to schedule her on a different <laughs> friday and that's what we did this week made matter of fact please don't uh miss us next week we're going to have some amazing guests we're going to have guests plural uh, to um, uh, unrestricted praise. Oh my God, forgive me, you guys. But I can't wait to have them in studio. We're going to be talking about uh, family and working together in ministry and how important it is to be on one accord. And man, it's important for us, and even in our family, when it comes to our finances, to be on one accord and to be good stewards with that which God has given us. So we've talked about some amazing things. So if people want to reach out to you, Ms. Keisha, how can they reach out to you? What can they get when they get in contact with you? Like you can't, she's going to educate you, right. but like, don't be trying to hit her up and be slick. Like, you know, she finna date you. You got to go <laughs> no. through a whole interviewing process okay, for that. Okay? okay. But if they wanted to reach out to you, how do they get in contact with you? All right, so like you said, I'm on Facebook. 
I am a friend of Trish, so yes, if you can get on Trish, you can uh, find me, uh, Keisha Frazier-Berry. Frazier is my uh, maiden name, so I find all my high school friends. I'm also on Instagram as KBKBerry7. I'm on Twitter, KBKBerry7. You can uh, message me through Facebook Messenger. I would say email me, WFGKBerry at gmail. Dot com and as Trish said, I would love to educate you. I would love to share our complimentary and what's that word? Free. Free. I would say I you like learn free. these concepts, the workshops. We do them two to three times a day. I mean, I'm here. Reach out. It's free. <laughs> we can't say that enough. Free. Free. Yeah. Free. 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 Yeah. Free. 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 We want to educate. Free. 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 Yeah. Is free. Amen. We want to make sure that you're taking advantage of this. Again, yes. she's a part of the campaign for um, $30 million by the year 2030. That's to um, uh, educate, um, to have 30 million people be financially literate, yes. meaning understanding the ins and outs of their finances and properly protecting themselves, um, investments, and all that good stuff that we really need to be doing. Laying those financial um, that financial found foundation on yes. that firm foundation. Jesus yes. is the rock. Yes, I'm telling he you. Is. And the chief cornerstone. Right. But when it comes to our finances, yes, he's still the rock yes, and the chief is. cornerstone. And we've got to be good stewards over that which he's given us. And he's given us tools and people that have learned how to perfect those tools to help gain wealth. Uh, we've talked about this before, right before we go. Like, I work hard for my money right. and I'd like to work not as hard, but have <laughs> the money flow smaller. even more. Yeah, I don't like my money like choking my money. I like it to flow. Amen. Like yes, the river, yes. a river of wealth. Oh, that sounds really good. Mm -hmm. Flow that in, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Meditate and marinate on that thing right, real quick. That. Amen. <laughs> so we're going to come back every single uh, month with new topics. I can't wait. We were just discussing what we're going to be talking about in October. Um, but I know that we're going to have something planned for you in August. Can't tell you what it is yet. Don't know. So stay tuned. <laughs> Again, my name is Trisha Kyle. You can reach me on Facebook, T-R-I-C-I-A, last name K-Y-L-E, Trisha Kyle Ministries on Facebook. You can also email me, again, Trisha Kyle Ministries, T-R-I-C-I-A, K-Y-L-E ministries at gmail.com. You can email me if you're interested in talking about a specific topic. Um, if you want to get in contact with the show, if you want to be a supporter of the show, make sure you reach out to me. We're right here on Boss of Houston Network every single Friday at 8 p.m. So glad to have you guys here. We love you so much. Man, we love you with a whole heart. You see how good that heart looks? I, I have perfected my heart. I really have. I've gotten really good. I've gotten really good at it. But anyway, we want to thank you again for coming in uh, week after week and joining us. Please, we ask that you share the show, support the show. Um, and if you want to talk about something, make sure you hit us up right here. Boss Up Houston Network. Amen. It's an amazing place to be, and I'm so glad that you joined us. Listen, we serve an amazing oh God. Yes, we do. Don't you think it's time yes. we take the limits off? Yes. Amen. God bless you. We pray that all is well in your life. We look forward to seeing you next Friday at 8 p.m. God bless you. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs>